All right, let me tell you a really quick story. When you and I moved out of the stacks that we were living in, remember that? Yes. Scott and How I could used I to live forget? two doors down, not three. When I moved out, I moved into a house with two roommates, a, a couple. One day, they send me this text and they're like, hey, we think Bandit might have something on his chest. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, something, I don't know if it's something like, he needs to get off. What we thought it was was like a little worm embedded in his skin. Ew. I know. So I panic. And it's tiny. It's really, really tiny. Like the size of like a little tiny tick. Like a parasite of some sort. Right. Exactly. So we're freaked out. And I'm like, all right, well, when I get home from work, I will call my vet and I will bring him in. By the way, this little piece of shit is the (laughs) worst at the vet. When he's at home, he loves everybody. When you bring him to the vet, he is a lion. He will attack and kill everything. Oh, poor guy. I bring him to the vet and the vet looks at him. Once they get him sedated, they literally had to give him like they sprayed something in his face to calm him down. And then they had to like, like almost tranquilize him to do it. And then they had to keep him overnight to be able to test this. Man, he must have hated that. Do you know what it was, Scott? Okay. So is it one of those little plastic tags from clothing? It was just stuck in his skin? What? What What was it? It was, it was his nipple. We found his nipple. You found a male cat's nipple? Yep. I spent $300 to bring him (laughs) to the vet because my roommates were playing with his fucking nipple. It begs the question, did he like it? Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. Good morning, fellow sub-peoples. You simps. And lurkers, and however else you identify yourself. I'm one of your hosts, Scooter McGee. And I'm your other host, Willie. We really got to come up with a, a a solid introduction that's the same every single time. I was thinking of this this morning. I'm your host, Scooter Booter Cooter Shooter. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe in college. <laughs> Man, if I had the nickname Cooter Shooter in college, that would have been... <laughs> I don't know if we'd be on this podcast because I'd probably a lawyer, be a lawyer or something like that. No, you'd be in jail. Also true. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen of the podcast listenership, we are recording from the AM. We normally record in the evening, so if we, if we seem a little off, it's on purpose. But we're, we're up and at them, as, uh, as the kids say. And we're ready to bring this week's Reddit to you. Willie, are you ready? I am ready. Scott, are you ready? I'm ready. That's his real voice. Scott, we have been talking a lot on the last few episodes about... We've been talking on every single episode, Willie. Oh. What did you think we were doing? I don't know. I thought I was dreaming. During those conversations that we were having, we've been diving into the weird trends that you'll find on Reddit. Things like poxy hot dogs. And what, what was the other one that we talked about? Oh, we oh. talked about the, the username that never used the letter F. These are the quirks that bring me back to Reddit. Yes. Completely irrelevant to news in, in the real world. Like people just don't care about those things. But it is a trend on Reddit and it continues forward. It's Did literally sub news. Yeah. Did you see the trend... Over the last week, week and a half, it's it started to gain momentum of 
somebody finding a mystery monolith in the Utah desert. Yeah, this has been uh, kind of... I've, I've been keeping a side eye on it because part of me is like, okay, is this a prank? Is this some sort of advertisement? But it's kind of been moving all over or other people have been copying it. Nobody really knows what's been going on. What do you, what do you think it is? My favorite Look, meme. Maybe we, should exp- maybe we should explain what it is first. Oh, sure, sure, sure. In the Utah desert where these two cliffs meet, a giant silver, well, when I say giant, it's probably like 12 foot tall silver triangular it's not a stat it's a monolith i mean for people who don't know what a monolith is it's just uh what what was that movie with the space odyssey monorail yeah that's all i think of when i hear the word monolith bonafide (laughs) genuine monolith bonafide genuine monolith say it three times don't make me do it again Uh, you're talking about 2001 a space odyssey like the silver chromatic slab in the middle of the desert exactly this is the same thing but a triangle Okay, this look this would look fine in a museum or some rich asshole's house, but not necessarily in the middle of the desert. Correct. In Utah, they their park system is called the Bureau of Land Management. So the hashtag that I was seeing a lot was BLM does not support the monolith. And I was like, <laughs> what, is, what does Black Lives Matter have to do with this art installation or this what? this mystery alien? thing but as i was saying before my favorite meme that i saw all week was god holding a thumb thumb drive saying i hope this doesn't have a virus on it and then the next picture was the monolith inserted into the utah desert so this one from the i think this is a post from technically the truth that says uh he solved the case and we can now move on well earlier in the week the monolith went away it just disappeared from utah overnight but then people started finding it in other places so there's this post from i'm assuming it a twitter account that's called lad bible i've heard they're of verified okay and it says something is definitely going on and it's a post that says mystery monolith from utah desert appears next to prehistoric fortress in romania interesting to which someone comments and says, I can tell you exactly what's going on. Someone's going around putting monoliths in places. <laughs> which is how I feel about this, too. Yeah, it's, I mean, with everything that's going on this year, is it is it a precursor to something bad? Like, I think that's everybody's first thought is like, okay, what is this going to do and how is it going to hurt us? Because it's still 2020 and we've got about three odd weeks before we can escape the clutch of this awful year so the monolith is gone was there anything left in its place no it looked just fine there was a photo i'll see if i can find it where there's these two girls standing there looking all sad because it's missing but in the background right in the crack where the rock comes together behind the monolith or where the monolith was is this weird like alien thing like looking out from behind it so everything is staged it's all funny it's all fun in games but let me bring it back to reality for a second here. I saw Oops, another there post. goes gravity. I saw another post that said, we thought 2012 was going to be the end of the world based on the Mayan calendar. We did the math wrong. Their calendar had had fewer days in it than our Gregorian calendar. Sure, sure. If you factor in the amount of days that would have been missing on that calendar and factor the kind of the deviation from when that was written and when that prediction was made, 
it would put us at December 21st, 2020. You know what makes that the worst date possibly in human history? Is that nine months before that, some many years ago, someone decided to make semen a a pet? I don't know what kind of stroke Willie's having right now, but I assure you that I am calling the proper authorities, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yes, that that my parents got it on nine months prior. And so if the world's going to end... That was a weird end, reference I heard. I'm so sorry for saying that out loud. <laughs> if the world's going to end, I would I would like it to be on my birthday. Right now, I'm, I'm kind of planning on going and seeing a like a Christmas light driving around and seeing Christmas lights. Therapist. Yeah, I, that's the day before. Yeah, I suppose if the world's got to end, why not have it be uh, on my birthday? Right? Just with everything else that's going on this year, it's it's poetic. It's kind of the best you could hope for. So Willie, this is our post Thanksgiving show, so we're we're all done being thankful and it's it's time to to get back to kind of thinking about ourselves, right? Because that's what what people do after the holidays they just get back to thinking about themselves and there's no other holiday coming up so i figured i would just kind of retread the thanksgiving or recap thanksgiving so to speak uh what calendar are you living on the 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 one that the aliens the the mayans that's the one yep mayans were aliens we would be alien to them too and apparently what's alien to some people is that they think other people might not be as good as them, even though they might have learned from that in the past. Does that make sense? Yeah, they're very, they're very boastful. Exactly. And sometimes when they get called out on it, they do what's called uh, die a little inside. And this week on r slash watch people die inside, there was a oh, post no. called it's fucking raw. And do you know what that is reference to? Butt sex. You know, I wasn't going to go <laughs> well, there, but that's no. what they all say, Scott, until yep. it happens. Exactly. Our favorite celebrity chef, Gordon Ramsay, at one point in time on his show had his Speak mom Speak for yourself. Come in. It's not everybody's favorite. Name another famous celebrity chef. Bobby Flay. Name two famous celebrity chefs. Rachel Ray. Name three famous celebrity chefs and name their top dish. Guy Fieri, just fuck your mouth. That's <laughs> the name of his dish. Emeril Lagasse, <laughs> bam. <laughs> I grew up in the early 2000s only watching Food Network. Don't quiz me. Okay, continue with, with Gordon Ramsay, I guess. <laughs> your favorite. Anyway, he at one point decided to cook a dish against his own mom. And it was oh? this, it's just this dessert dish. And naturally, she he invites her into the kitchen. She makes it really simple. And the whole time, she's kind of chiding him. She's like, why do you need that? What, what are you putting into this dish? You know, like, and he's like, well, I'm just trying to make it a little fancy. You know, I'm trying to make it a little bit better than yours, which, of course, I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. And so they, they put it into the oven at the same exact time, cook it at the same exact temperature. You know, they pull each other's out. And he's like, yeah, I suppose that looks a little good. But what do you think of mine? And she immediately looks right to the center and goes is that fully cooked and he goes cooked of course it's cooked he takes a a handle of a spoon and he taps it in the middle and it sinks in Uh oh and this is on his television show and you can tell he's just like 
Well, just going to pop that back in the oven here for a couple more minutes. And nothing to see here. Be, be right back. And he immediately eats crow, even though that wasn't what was on the menu. I love that. By the way, if you don't know this about Gordon Ramsay, outside of being a multi-Michelin star chef, having multiple TV shows and YouTube series, he also has a TikTok where, where his he, entire yeah, account yeah, yeah. is roasting other people. Just watching them cook, and he's just kind of like, okay, and he's like, oh, no, why would you do it that way? Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, I suppose we can put the link to that in the show notes. Yeah, look at that, guys. We got Scott to allow me to put a TikTok link in the show notes. I don't like myself. I probably like myself even less than Gordon did when realizing that he didn't cook his dish all the way through. You know, this is something that has come up multiple times in this episode that I want to ask you about. And I know it's off topic from talking about watch people die inside, but it's been something that's been irking me a lot recently, which is these old wives tales or these old statements that are dated. So you said you eat crow. Yeah, yeah, where, yeah. where does that statement come from? People need to know what that is, which most people will, but there's probably a fair amount of people that listen to this podcast that are like, I'm sorry, what is that? Well, I'm glad you asked, Willie. I'd be happy to explain it here with my vast knowledge just right off the top of my head. You see, the phrase to eat crow is an idiom, much like you, and it means to admit a humiliating and it means to admit to a humiliating error one has made or to concede a humiliating defeat. Uh, crow is an unappetizing food even listed in the book of Leviticus in the Bible as an animal that should not be eating, to be eaten. The phrase first appeared around uh, approximately 1850 here in the United States, and it's presumed to have derived from a story that appeared in the Saturday Evening Post around that time. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was in reference to a farmer who was challenged by his borders to eat a crow the original phrase actually was to eat boiled crow and and then you know as time goes on and things become streamlined it's just been kind of shortened to eat crow or eating crow oh well i knew you would know it right off the top of your head yeah i, I this is just something that i know i mean i'm surprised you didn't know it to be honest idiom uh, well i am an idiot <laughs> this has come up at work a bunch of times where somebody will say something or maybe there's a fashion trend and I've noticed that there's this this not discrepancy but there is this difference there's kind of this dividing line between generations so I I saw a video early this week that said hey if you roll the cuffs of your pants and they seem to fall down there's a, a solution around that go get a rubber binder put it around around the bottom of the pants and then as you roll leave the rubber binder in there and it'll actually hold the the cuff in place that makes sense so i was i was talking about that with a coworker and this other guy who's uh, only a few years older than me he's probably your age who assumes he's generations beyond my age goes you know back when i was in school that's a trend that we started back when he was in school you were also in school I was like, yeah, and 20 years before you, they started it then, and then 20 years before that, they started it then. You're not original, and it just got me thinking, (laughs) all the times that people criticize somebody for saying a new phrase, where they can't let go of the thing in their, that was their childhood or their upbringing, they just can't get rid of those phrases, why are you so unwilling to understand that words change, language adapts, 
there's new slang that comes into play and just embrace it instead of trying to like go at these younger kids with their new terminology and and try to like teach them something because i've always thought growing up if somebody says like if i were to say twerk twerk is a good example your parent might hear twerk and might think that it's like a reaction they're having versus what we think of it now is like shaking that ass or or some sort of foreign language i would tell somebody that's older just get with the times it's okay that language changes but why are you unwilling to accept that it has yeah it's like the spongebob meme how many times do we have to tell you old man and then you go beat the old people up because they can't get with the times right is that something you're worried about falling out of out of touch somebody like me who obviously is i'm i mean i would say i'm hip i'm with it ducka 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 <laughs> whoa also a reference that many people have no idea what that's from if you do know what that's from please post it in the comments or reply to us at our electronic mail sub for that podcast at gmail.com the first person to reply might get a surprise from us and it will be a subscription to our only fans I'm just going to give you my nuts. I have a box of nuts here. Planters. Oh, Oh, they are planters. The best kind of nuts. You think you can milk a box of nuts? Anyways, that's a brand new sentence. You know, (laughs) there's a... I'm going to bring a brand new sub into this this conversation. Ooh. There's a sub called brand new sentence. I've never fully understood this one. Can you read me the sidebar? Yeah, for sentences never before written or found in the wild. Oh, that makes sense. So... This is a this is a tweet that says Elon Musk just announced that Tesla cars will soon be able to connect to each other via Bluetooth, allowing drivers to communicate and speak with other Tesla drivers nearby. The comment to this is road rage about to be like a cod lobby. <laughs> just all these people being the most racist evil the the worst things you could say to another human being that's gonna be what it sounds like inside people's cars two things two real quick things because i think this story is very fascinating one i've had this idea to have a way for people to message each other in cars i had this idea decades ago willie like in high school should have patented it i guess i should have two god you idiom maybe maybe this won't happen because I would like to hope that everybody who is, you know, using that offensive language is just some small child that is uh, is using these words for the very first time because, you know, they're getting a, a rise out of it, so to speak. And they, they want to see that everyone else's reactions, mm-hmm. but they don't actually drive Teslas. And you would also hope that noobs who use that kind of language also can't afford Teslas. Because they spent all their money on Xbox and Xbox Live, and that's that's it. They're now broke. Or doubled doubled the cost of a PS5 to go buy one of those. Like a certain employee that I work with spent yeah. double the price of a PlayStation to go oh, get one. Serious? What an idiot. You could have got it from Kohl's this past week. Or waited. Just, or, just or waited. W- or just and waited. Y- and you know what? I don't know this person, so do I think you're actually an idiot? Yes. <laughs> 
He's not. He's of. He's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Okay. Well, I'd like him to also just give me some of this extra cash that he's got laying around, or <laughs> sp- maybe sponsor the podcast. Yeah, but I I wanted to bring up this story less about the cod lobbies because I that's both hilarious and also kind of repulsive. Just what happens in cod lobbies is really annoying. So one of my new things. I just wanna I just wanna take a quick brief moment to say that. Cod lobby is now my new slang for vaginas. <laughs> oh God! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm out of here. You officially are the cooter shooter. <laughs> this week in offensive genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have been saving my previous car. I had a Mini Cooper. I leased it. I loved having a leased car because I really appreciate brand new tech, and I know that if I own a car for three years, I can get rid of it. Give it to somebody who is going to be happy with it for hopefully the long term and get a car that has newer technology because tech tech in cars right now is booming. Right, right. So my current car is a Mazda and I had it because I have uh, CarPlay and better tech for connecting my own car. And I enjoy it, but the goal with this car was to actually drop a step down in luxuries from the previous car that I had to mm-hmm. save money because I want to buy a Tesla. Oh yeah, me too. That's hopefully if everything goes right, that's that's my next purchase. So have you have you priced out a Tesla recently? Probably about once a month just to make sure I'm on board. Yeah, I did it last night and I think there's probably a ton of people that do it. They always get you to at the very end as you're pricing it out. They're like Apple Pay. What? Yeah. They give you an option to buy the car with Apple Pay or input a credit card and just buy it. Right. Like outright. Who's going in there and dropping forty thousand dollars to buy a car? Well, I mean, at least half of the users on r slash Wall Street bets. (laughs) Get those Uh, tendies. But I honestly, because I would probably lease a Tesla as well. It was at this moment in the podcast that Willie decided to go on a diatribe about the benefits and potential pitfalls of Tesla motors and owning their vehicles. Scott thought it was very interesting, however, potentially hazardous to the listenership of our podcast. And therefore, we will be using this as a story on our Instagram now, Willie, I'm very thankful for you sharing that information with me, and I'm very thankful of everyone listening. This goes back to me retreading Thanksgiving because I'm sorry, man. I thought it was the coolest. I, I thought it was the coolest, but whatever. seriously, when when you compared the technology to the blue whales, like I was, I, my mind was blown. And I hope everyone takes a gander. I decided to find a, a story that was probably the best story I could find over the past week, and. This one hits my heart every single year, and I think it's a good one to end the podcast on. Bill Barr saying that uh, there was no election fraud? That's a close number two. Okay, got it. But every single year for the past several years, this has gotten posted, and I I was hoping it would show up last week, but it didn't. So this week it got hammered real, real hard on the likes and saves, and it got 137,000 likes. Oh my God. Okay. Several years back, Willie, have you ever gotten a, a text message from some sort of, you know, never received number? a text message? Yeah, me either. Because why would we pay for that? I do prepaid only. I got a flip phone. It's how I stay off the grid. But if, you know, other people have received random text messages from unknown numbers, what are you most likely going to do? 
I delete it, right? Yeah, delete, ignore, block because they're like, I don't, I don't care. This why it happens? This it like? happens all too often. Well, this person several years back received a text that said, "Hey, I just wanted to make sure that you're still going to be coming over for Thanksgiving. It's going to be at seven o'clock or whatever time." And instead of ignoring it, they decided to play along and said, "Who is this?" And they said, well, it's your grandma, silly. And he he took a selfie of himself and sent it to this person and goes, I'm pretty sure you're not my grandma, but can I still get a plate, though? And this lady who, you know, is in a completely different area of the country was like, absolutely. And it started this friendship between these two random strangers. And you should understand that when this first happened, it was a big deal because of the optics of it. Grandma is kind of like a suburban mom. And she's white. And the boy is a young black kid. Yeah, he's he's a teenager, I think, at the time. Yep. And he sent a selfie of himself. And so in what could have been like a, a ha ha ha, oh, sorry, didn't mean to bother you. Instead, grandma doubles down and says, absolutely, that's what grandmas are for. And so the next picture we see from, I think, his account is... He's over there celebrating Thanksgiving with this random family. And it turns Mm -hmm. out to be one of the most heartfelt stories. And it started a Thanksgiving tradition that has carried on to this day. So, like we talked about a few months back now, this, this week's post is just in our pics. And it's the annual picture of them. He now has a girlfriend and... It's it's them with the picture of Lonnie there, and it's it's just the best story. And I encourage we'll we'll put it in the show notes. I encourage everybody to take a gander at this, to read about this, and just it's it's the best thing about what America could be in terms of reaching out to somebody else accidentally, but still following through in the commitment to be a kind neighbor, to be a good person, to share what you have, and to give. And uh, I think that's one of the great things going into the rest of the holiday season that we could all potentially focus on. And maybe even uh, maybe it will help warm our hearts that have been frozen by the events of this year. Yeah, I saw this video a few days ago where this teenage girl was trying her damnedest to explain how we can perceive America in in a positive way versus in the negative way that in in many ways it has become over the last few years. And I'm going to try and summarize what she said, because I think it goes along with this. She said, America is a melting pot and a melting pot means that you don't shy away from someone else's culture and someone else's upbringing. You embrace those things and you find a way to incorporate them into your life so that we can all learn and grow in different ways and be much more open and embracing of other people's differences. Like one of the core versions of this is, Scott, where do you put your ketchup? In the fridge. In the South, they put ketchup in the cupboard, in the pantry. Really? Is it shelf stable? Yeah. Ketchup has, it does, it on the package says it does not need to be refrigerated. Interesting. I will have- But our upbringing- we put it, this is so stupid, right? It's not a cultural thing. It's more of like a, a ge- geographical thing, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you put it. And now extrapolate that out to differences in cultures. This story about this young man and this family 
is such a beautiful moment of where it doesn't matter if they're your biological family, if they're people that make you better, that make you happy, that embrace you for who you are, sure as hell they can be your family. Absolutely. Just, uh, Heck yeah. like, like Yondu said, right? You know, he may have been your father, but he sure as heck weren't, weren't your daddy. That's a, that's a Guardians of the Galaxy dose reference. Scott, I think you're right. We, we got through one challenging holiday. holiday. We have another one coming up. I don't know if you saw the numbers, but in the month of November, COVID cases were like f- over 4 million total cases, while between March and October, the top amount was like 1.9 million cases, but we had 4 million in one month because everybody wants to go see their family, and I get it, but you know what I would rather do? Not get it. I would rather see my family next year and the year after and the year after if that meant them not dying this year yeah i've seen a lot of people start to speak out about how we need to stop being so selfish how we really need to focus on protecting our neighbors making sure that they are kind of in the forefront and our neighbors also include the people who would take care of us if we were the ones who got sick mask up minnesota and Use a mask, USA. Our slogans I just came up with based on other people. Completely original ideas. Yep. Suffer that podcast TM. Is that the right? Is that? I don't understand how TM and copyright and the the weird little symbols work at the end of it. I also don't understand the symbols when you go to do your laundry on the tags of clothes. Can someone explain that to me? Because I have no idea. I just put everything in the wash and I hit a hot button and then I sometimes it's too small for me. And I don't know if it's because I'm getting fatter or because I shrunk my clothes. And now everything looks kind of grayish and pink. It's because you're getting fatter. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. If you'd like to follow the conversation, we're going to continue it this week on our Instagram, which is what, Willie? So for that. And potentially on our Twitter, which is what, Willie? So for that. And Willie's going to continue the conversation at his therapist. But if you'd like to reach out him, to him or to me individually, you can find us at our personal Twitters like at Scott Corolla and WildMN293. And if you want to see Willie cry in person while he's stuffing his face with pizza, canes or wh- whatever. What else do you eat? Everything. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me interject here. We're, we're not fat shaming. We're just making a joke. Right. We, we both love each other very much. And if I could, I would be eating all of the things right along here with my Scott best friend. Scott would be right there with me. We would, we would rip open a Pizza Hut pizza and slather it all over our oh, naked bodies. Thin crust pepperoni. Oh. And as always, no matter what you're into or what you're putting into you, whether it's charcuterie board cocaine the good doctor or roblox there's There's a sub for that. that